0: Welcome to the Giant Leadership Podcast, where we help leaders like you get the knowledge and skills you need to impact more people and live the life you've always wanted. Get ready to experience tools, tips, and advice by the co founders of Giant and best selling authors, Jeremy Kubachev and Steve Cockrum.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Giant Leadership Podcast. I'm Jeremy Kubachak. As always, I'm with my golf-playing business partner, Steve Cockrum. Uh, Steve, there's some news. I mean, like, you need to update uh, the peeps to what's gone on here um, recently. Didn't something happen this weekend?
2: Whenever I hear you've got news, to update, I think, am I pregnant or am I having a child? That's the usual thing. But no, yeah. the good news is we're done with that. So no, the good news is I think this is the right good news: is that we are coming to Atlanta. By we, that's a royal we in the kind of. You just of that. missed. That's not what you meant.
1: No, I teed it up. Did you hear? Did you? You're playing in a golf tournament. You won. Didn't you get to semifinals or you've gotten to the championship were, or something?
2: You were only to the semifinals. So I think the last time I talked about getting to the final, we lost in the final. So I'm thinking I wouldn't jinx it this time. But obviously, oh, if I we lose, that. then I know whose fault it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And now the big news. And the biggest news of all is, yeah, tomorrow morning, I board a flight to Atlanta for a week um, for – Basically, some founders events. That makes us feel really old, Jeremy, you realize? I've been looking at some of the pictures of us 10 years ago. Oh, my God. And we we just look a little bit younger, it has to be said. (laughs) I guess that goes with the territory, doesn't it, really? But uh, uh, it's a really special time. I mean, you know, very few people get to found something, and then 10 years on, it's still be there and thriving and growing and actually probably more healthy than, than when we visioned it in the beginning.
1: So for those listening, we have uh, this is our tenth year of Giant Worldwide, and and our official. We started our programs really officially in September uh, of 2013. If you want to be specific with a date, but with the beauty, what we used to do is we used to gather um, people uh, in something called Executive Core. Then it was changed to X Core, and we would have these events, and uh, then they would keep coming. And we did I don't know how many X cores we've done. In fact. I did count up at one point in time. We had done something like 125 retreats, um, which is crazy when you think of it over that period of time. Personally, and and then we started to certify. We got smart and we started to multiply, (laughs) Uh, and so that's what's happened. But what we're doing is we, Steve and I, are getting back together. We get the band back together, post COVID, post you know the freedom again to be able to gather and to meet, and um, and we're gonna have. Uh, we have a Founders Retreat with, as Steve mentioned, we've got about uh, 30 old clients that wouldn't want to be called old, but a lot of them are too. And <laughs> then we've got a Partner Session Retreat. And then we've got our Giants and our Guide Retreat, our mm-hmm. Catalyst and Guide Retreat, all in Atlanta. It's just kind of fun because that's really where we got the party started. And uh, so super excited to hang with you, dude, for a week. And um, we're going to have a good time.
2: Absolutely. I think... um as a Brit, obviously boasting in your own achievements is not quite as natural as it is for some of my cousins from across the pond. But <laughs> I think the reality is, is sometimes it's good to take stock and ask the question, you know, what what are you really proud of as a leader? And I think kind of, you remember the, the beginning and Susan Cumbers, who was there right at the very beginning, this and just talk forever, basically said, guys, it sounds like what you're trying to do is create transformational change that lasts in ordinary people, in ordinary leaders, and also equip them with the tools, as it were, that they can multiply the experience of transformation they've had into the lives of their family, their teams, or organizations, without the need for expensive consultants. And that's where we began, uh, without a toolkit, without any of the things that we, we take for granted now, let alone technology. But I think the thing for me that if I'm going to say one thing I'm proud of as a leader and proud of as, um what we managed to do is that actually when we invited back the people who joined us 10 years ago every single person literally said i'm there or if they couldn't say i'm there they were gutted they couldn't move it so we agreed we do another one in september so i just think there's something very special that people that were at the very beginning um shared so much of the giant journey with us are still using what we taught them want to come back want to share their story and uh I, I hope that validates in some ways for, for us and for others when we talk about how do you become hundred x leaders, how do you actually create transformational change that lasts and multiply it? We, we talk about it a lot, but I do believe we actually do it as well. So that's a, a razor a glass and a cheers to you, Jeremy, um, right. and to us and the team, because ten years on, I think we've 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 actually got evidence in a Guardian esque way that multiplication has truly happened. So that's cheers right. to you.
1: No, it's so fun. Uh, the, the term I use is activation, and I'm really focused on that idea of ad- how do you activate people? And it's really the combination. And, and that we we have a phrase we also use that says, uh, we're just getting started. And it does still feel <laughs> like we're just getting started. So 10 years in, yeah. it feels like we're just getting started. We're at about 115 countries. Um, we've got some really great partners but it's the idea, if you're listening to this it's uh, and you're a partner, and, and when I mean that guide or, or catalyst, thank you for partnering with us. If you're not and want to be a part of it, we tried to make it so easy that money wouldn't be a factor, time wouldn't be an issue, so that we could actually um, join arms uh, with people and literally walk towards um, chaos and change things and so what that means is that we you activate what's inside of you and you get to the point where you know who you are you know what your superpowers are but then you get activated to the degree of what you're designed to be now we we call that um uh, liberating leaders we call it basically high support high challenge but it's the idea that you get healthy you work on yourself and then when that is done you start or that that process is going you start teaching it to other people so they experience it. When you teach, you learn. So the the idea then is 100X. It's like, how do you get healthy um, so that you're the healthiest person in the room or as healthy as you can possibly be so that you have the influence to lead people and then train them to multiply? So when you think of that, Steve, maybe go through, we have a tool on scalable people development and it's just a fundamental tool. We oftentimes use... To explain the process but share that uh since we're not on video really share what that yeah. is
2: i think the reality was it starts with um a common leadership language so vocabulary creates language creates culture and so therefore in a sense if you're going to create a common leadership culture you have to create a common language and it usually has to be objective uh everyone can use it and critically it can spread virally inside an organization. We, we designed a language that was represented in visual tools because the new world is visual, it's not oral. And it was simple enough that educated children could understand it, use it and teach their friends. It was practical enough that people could use it immediately. And it was scalable because everyone we shared those tools with were able to take it with them and draw it on a napkin or draw it on whatever it was that actually there. so common language Captured in visual tools that children could understand and use allows for personal transformation, which leads then to team growth and ultimately the ability then for organizations. Yes, we support them, yes, they'll have internal champions, but the key is how do we allow the people who've experienced that transformation, that 100%, to multiply it through their world, their life, their family, their teams, their organizations? So that's the scalable piece. It can't be dependent on unique gifting and charisma of any individual. It can't be book-based or essay-based because people don't read it anymore. And it has to be visual, interactive, immediately applicable, and ultimately scalable because people can teach it and share it with the people around them. So that's our scalable people development, or at least my best attempt. What would you yeah. add to that, Jeremy?
1: No, it's, it works, and that's, that's the reality is that we have 10 years in, it works and so it works in families oftentimes what will happen is people will learn them at at work and then they go and practice it at home and they're like oh my goodness it worked my son's talking to me again and so Mm -hmm. then they start bringing it back to work well the the cool part about it is the way that multiplication works is that it starts to spread and people will start to use one tool one concept and it will start to help solve problems like steve mentioned well a uh, cool case study that happened with me um, this actually yesterday. Uh, so my son is 23. Will Kubiszek. Will um, we trained all Steve and I? We've trained. He's trained his kids. I trained my kids on the tools. We use the language, and so the tools so work. Well, my son has been certified on um, Giant, and uh, and then he's got a company called Six Summers that works. Uh, we'll have to have him as a guest sometime. Uh, it would be really fun. Uh, but uh, what's so fun ab- about it is he got his first giant gig yesterday cool. with uh, CannaCut Camps, which is a uh, s- uh, summer camps. They're asking him to come speak and do six sessions, six 45 minute sessions. So he got his first gig yesterday, which is so cool at 23 uh, to to speak to uh, college students. And uh, it's just, it's so fun. It, that's how it works. It's meant to scale. It's like it works it. it. The highest level CEOs down to uh, family units. So anyway, yeah. So it does sound like we're bragging. We don't mean to. We're just excited because yeah. we're, we're seeing um, the original vision that Steve and I had mm-hmm. was he and I had a vision for 100 and an X to multiply. What we've been doing though is we've been trying to figure out how you scale and how you create systems to scale. And that means you have to add technology. You had to have a marketing system and you, you had to take content and make it packageable and scalable. So it's been a 10-year experiment and we're now, this morning we were celebrating that um, some things were happening in Kenya and it's like, uh, it's working. And that's the beauty of like when you put your head down and work on a vision uh, with people that you love. So there we go. We're, we're celebrating today. Awesome. There you go.
2: It's, it's almost like the communication code all over again, Jeremy, isn't it? That Celebration it. is where we begin. That's uh, I always say that um, thanks to you, people accuse me of uh, being the champion of the discipline of celebration. So any team meeting, any team retreat, any anywhere, I say, before we start any part of the meeting or the agenda, what is it we're thankful for? What are we celebrating that's happened in our business or in our family or wherever it might be in the last week? And you were right, by the way, it changes the whole culture of the meeting because there's always things that have gone wrong and there's always challenges with clients and there's always problems with whatever it might be. So if you just start with whatever the presenting issue is, you usually start with negativity. That's right. If you start with celebration, then ultimately everyone goes, wow, there are some really good things that we're really grateful for. And now... How do we then tackle some of the challenges? So as a somebody who was wired, I think, as a troubleshooter and usually to go, what was wrong? I hope I've I've learned enough from you that actually wow. I now get accused of being the, the king of celebration. <laughs> so I hope you appreciate yeah. that.
1: Hey, everyone if you're if you're watching this, it's true. There's true transformation really does work. I'm so mm. impressed. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I'll celebrate that in you. That's good. Thank you. Well um today we have a special guest. We have in Ooh. fact this this guest I think is going to blow you guys away. It's so fun. Um we have a catalyst with us and we'll explain what that is. Uh, Steve you can share a little bit more and Michael will too. But um Michael Williams, welcome. How you doing, friend? Good.
0: Well, thank you very much. I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for inviting me on.
1: Absolutely. So, uh Michael works um in in really uh, the government uh defense industry. Um, uh, he works with a company, um, uh, QTC is that yes, what you QTC. QTC? Yeah. QTC that is basically tied to working with Lidos. He's working on a massive project. He lives in California, just east of California and uh or sorry, east of LA. And um, just super impressed with Michael. And so welcome to the giant leadership podcast, my friend. And um, so the first question is, is, is really tell us your journey. How how has Giant helped you personally? Cool.
0: I feel like Spider-Man. I get to tell my origin story. <laughs> 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 well, well awesome. So um, I actually was first introduced to Giant in uh, right around 2020, late 2020, somewhere around October, November. Um, and I'll be honest, um, you know, we're in, taking us back to 2020 you know, COVID's in full effect, Uh, we're isolating. um, And for a connector, that's gotta be lots of fun, right? Sitting at home (laughs) in front of a computer with no one around, right? Um, And it had already been a pretty tumultuous year just uh, outside of the pandemic itself. Um, And, you know, a lot of personal family challenges, a lot of work-related challenges. And and so um, I was really, I mean, I was really down. Um, And the, the main complaint um, that I had in the back of my head was, I feel like I'm talking, but nobody's listening. So uh, you know, and I was, I was searching for something, right? I remember you know having a prayer, like, listen, I- I'm so tired of feeling misunderstood, like. And I journal a lot, so that was kind of a lot of my writings. It was a common theme. Um, I-, I don't understand others. I don't understand myself. I just wish, like, I, I need something to like because I just can't express myself in a way that it seems meaningful, and impactful to get get things done. Um, and I actually got to a really, really dark place. It was at a point where I had just kind of given up all hope. And, and I remember telling myself, I feel like I'm sitting in this dark room, I'm screaming and no one's listening. Uh, and and, and, and um, so I, honestly, I started to disconnect with people. And uh, weirdly enough, I decided, you know, I think I want to get into like coaching. right? Yeah. Let's go spread this bad behavior, right? (laughs) But I knew that there was something that I I wanted to do that was meaningful. I just, I felt like there was this barrier keeping me away from doing that. So I actually met several coaches online um, on LinkedIn. um, And I came across one coach um, very specifically, her name's Brenda, and she's, she's also a, a giant consultant. And so we started to talk, and she's like, "Wow, you sound like you're trapped in this world of just not being able to really put into words what you really feel." I've got this tool, and I'm like, "Okay, well, talk to me." I mean, listen, if you can help me express myself, let's let's do it. And she ultimately started to introduce me to some of the giant tools, and the first one was the the know yourself to lead yourself. Um, and so I'm like, "Okay, well, this is good stuff. Okay, talk to me more. Tell me more." So she's like, Well, I've got this assessment, the five voices assessment. Okay, cool. It's just another personality test, right? Eh, whatever. I'll take it. (laughs) I have never taken something more accurate uh, and scary all at the same time. I'm like, Have you interviewed my family? Like, have you been bugging my house? (laughs) And I remember watching the videos with Tyler um, because he's the, the, it's always taught in the voice of someone who actually is your voice, which I thought was really impressive. And so no one knew this, but um, my favorite Disney character is Tigger. And in one of the sessions, he mentions, you know, our personnel is a lot like Tigger. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is far too accurate. It's far too intense. Um, Like, who gave you guys permission to get inside my head? Um, But that's just the thing. It really did. And and you just mentioned um, about having common language and having something that I can easily understand, easily be able to articulate, easily be able to take in myself. And absolutely that's it. Um, And so I I got the opportunity to put into words what I was feeling. Um, And and the next tool that was really impactful to me was really the know yourself to lead yourself. Um, And I I remember uh, Jeremy and both Steve, uh, you, you kept repeating, you cannot give what you don't possess. And so I put my dream of being this coach on hold for like a year. Like I I, I really am not in a healthy place. And later I discovered the peace index. And when I took that score and the 100X score, the the scores were so low. I think they were like in the 30s or 40s. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really unhealthy. (laughs) We've got to do some real work here. So now I'm averaging between 70s and 80s. Like, yeah, fast forward two years. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And the first thing I did was... I got excited about it for myself. I started talking to my wife um, and to my kids about it, um, and you know, at first it kind of looked like, you know, hey, you've you know, got four heads, Dad. Okay, whatever. Um, but <laughs> they started to see the change, and and it started to rub off. So I started talking to my wife, and then eventually we both did become certified to be uh, life coaches. And then uh, you know, I started talking to her about the language. She got excited about it. Um, And then I was like, I've got to bring this to work. Like, this is if this is doing this for me, like, how could I share this with other people? Um, And so immediately, I I went to my manager. I I talked to Brenda, and um, she used to work for our company uh, a while ago. And she's like, well, you know, your company has a contract with Giant. Maybe you should leverage that and bring that to, you know, to your team. So absolutely, I jumped right on it. I talked to my manager about it. You know, I'm selling him kind of on the same thing. And he's like, I love this. Let's bring this in. So he approved me to become certified as a Catalyst. Um, and that really was the beginning of my Catalyst journey. Um, and that wow. in 2021. And, and now, man, wow, we're fully engaged and, and moving full, full.
2: <laughs> Michael, that's so good to hear. I, I think kind of the, the wisdom. Connectors, as you know, when they find something they love, <laughs> almost find it impossible not to connect it to everyone they know. And sometimes when they're not it's been helpful, but they've not yet been transformed themselves. It's amazing how their enthusiasm to share it loses its impact. So to celebrate you, seeing today's a big day of celebration, to, to know yourself well enough to say, I'm gonna spend a year getting healthy and I'm gonna let what I'm gonna let people see the difference and ask the question why, rather than I'm telling them why I'm gonna be different in the future and here's something I can teach you. Oh is an incredible moment of wisdom that a lot of more entrepreneurial extrovert characters who we learn by teaching, usually. So we teach other people because it helps us learn. And I think what that does is it means when you are ready to actually bring it into your workplace, people had already seen the transformation in you. And if there's, you know, it's not a final thought before the final thought, but it's amazing what happens if you work on yourself before you start working on other people. So tell us a little bit, Michael, about... So being a catalyst, um, catalysts basically are internal champions for giant. So basically, we're trying to find a a word which catalysts accelerate reactions. Mm -hmm. So the goal for us is to realize that actually we can't bring lasting transformational change to organizations from outside of it. We found that if we can pour everything we have into the people who live inside that culture, understand, you know, QTC's vocabulary language, understand what works and what doesn't. Catalysts are incredible giants on the inside who we equip, hopefully, to be the agents of transformational change and multiplication that we realize we can't do from the outside. So tell us a little bit, Michael, about your Catalyst journey. What does being a Catalyst mean to you? And maybe some examples of how you and company are using it inside QCC at the moment. Well, um, and thank you for that. That's the that journey itself has been
0: transformational. Um, so you're you're absolutely right. People begin to say, "Hey, what's different about you?" Um, and then, of course, as we started to introduce um, the five voices, having our leaders really first um, to go and take mm-hmm. the assessment, um, it was. For me being a connector being able to be out front and the position i am is I'm, I'm a business operations analyst so what i really get to do is work on process improvement and so my manager came to me and said hey we want to get something around improving company culture so how do we do that so i was able to take giant and say okay how do we layer that on top of company culture how do we reduce attrition how do we get better engagement um, and so taking um, my own transformation i'm thinking this other people are probably feeling this way as well and and one of the main principles is um, what have we told you if everyone that speaks is not always heard so getting our leaders to truly understand that first right and then of course taking them to that know yourself to lead yourself so we took the entire uh i think it's like a five uh course series we did it once a quarter we brought our leaders together And we went through this with the help of Maria Guy, who's um, our uh, uh, consultant, and then Brenda, um, the person I met, also came and worked together. And we were able to not just Brenda come in and facilitate, hey, you're just going to do all this. Having someone there who had the experience and now becoming a catalyst, we tag teamed on several of those. So that was also part of my training and my onboarding. So they got to hear it from an expert, right? Somebody outside the group, and they got a chance to hear it from someone inside the group. So with the pairing together, I think it it, it gave us good penetration to get the message out to as many leaders as possible. I think we started with like 10. And by the time we were done with the five series, I think we have 36 people that were on board, right? And they've all completed the five voices assessment. They understand it. Um, And I think at this point, we've got about 60% that have completed all of the courses. Um, but now we can, we're can. we in a good rhythm where we've got a gate core group that we can use to replicate that. And now this year's initiative, we've even incorporated into our annual goals that every employee within every department is represented by our team um, will go through five voices assessment and those five onboarding courses to truly understand that, to know themselves, to lead themselves, to uh, have better peace index and absolutely so it actually becomes part of coaching it becomes part of interviews it becomes part of um, performance management
1: so uh michael as you're you know anyone listening a lot of times people go well i'm not i I work for a company i'm not a full-time i can't be a coach or i can't be a consultant so you work full-time for qtc and you get to do this tell them how 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 it works how easy is it to become a catalyst
0: oh wow So for a portion of your day, right? the majority of my job is I am doing analytical work all day. I'm doing process improvement and project initiatives. But I get the privilege to to have fun time, and that's when I can get out and for a few hours a week maybe uh, conducting a coaching session. Once a week, we have um, like a 15-minute conversation with our leaders as part of our weekly meetings. Um, and then once a, once a month, we've actually implemented where uh, instead of having the regular business meeting, it's actually giant time. We call it our culture club, right? Mm-hmm. And I am not bored, George. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will not do karaoke for uh-huh. you all today, right? Um, <laughs> but once a, a month, my manager actually implemented it um, where it's a 15 to 20 minute time. He will do a quick intro, hand it to me, I will teach on a giant tool or a concept. Mm-hmm. And for the remainder of the normal scheduled meeting time, it is now their five gear time, which you know is another one of our tools. You're supposed to go out, and in that time, you're supposed to be one, two, or in, in gear one, two, or three. It's about making connections and recharging during that time. And what we're finding is that people are becoming very engaged, and now it's become part of the natural culture and the natural language. So it's really easy as a catalyst to invest a little bit. Of, I mean, upfront, obviously, you've got to put a, a bit more into it. But it doesn't preclude me from doing my job. Would I love to do this the whole day as a connector? I have to tell you, yes, this is my sweet spot. Right, this is my seventy. I can get right into this. But it is easy to bounce the work and to be able to.
1: Do and it. and I think that uh, that's so important to understand. So if you're interested in it as being a catalyst, we made it so easy. It's it's very inexpensive. It's one hundred ninety nine dollars a month to be a catalyst. Mm-hmm. So then you go through a certification process. It's not very, uh, you know, imposing, but it it also is one of those where you, you have to wear it yourself. You have to take it on. Uh, and so if you're interested, uh, you can go to uh, giantworldwide.com find out more information on that for sure. Or if you know someone, they'll connect you in pretty easily. Um, Michael, uh, share if you don't mind. Last thought here is you get a chance to be that uh, tool teacher. Uh, teach a tool. To our audience, something that you feel that the 6 million people that are listening should know. We're joking. The 6 million. Keep going. (laughs) Not a problem. problem. Hey, I can do it.
0: Yes, sir. Steve, I'm sorry. I said
2: it's only five and a half. I'm always trying to make sure we're accurate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: my pleasure my pleasure i would have to say the peace index it's the one that was the most transformational for me and the one that i find i get the most transformational uh transformation from the people that I, uh, i i lead um thinking about you know you've got the center circle which is really your peace score and from there kind of spiders out to the five components of the peace index which is purpose what is it that you are um, what are you built for? What are you really designed for? You know, what's what's the one thing in life that you were created to be great for? Uh, and then, of course, the people, you know, the people in your life, family, friends, colleagues, um, the, the surrounding uh, support system, the place, the place you live, where you work um, and where you play. Like, what does that environment look around you, your community? Um, personal health, personal, physical, mental, spiritual, uh, emotional. What does that look like for you? Uh, and then provision. How much are you being paid, you know, or even rewarded for what you contribute? Um, and and as you kind of rate on a scale of one to a hundred in each one of those categories, um, where do you really fall? Are you really, really? Uh, is this thing really going well for you? Um, if it's going really well, you're closer to the hundred scale. If there's some room for improvement, you're closer to the you know to the zero scale, and you've got that whole gamut in between. And then you actually, you know, go score to score. Um, what's happening in your purpose? That, you know, well, maybe my purpose this week is, uh, or this month when I'm taking the assessment, um, the self-assessment here. What if I'm, you know, certain things are happening. I'm not feeling necessarily that I'm I'm, 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 I'm fully hitting it on the dot. Maybe I'm about 70. Okay, great. Um, and then the people, maybe I'm having some challenges in a relationship or maybe everything's going great. And I'm at my 90. Woo, sweet spot, uh, place. Maybe it's time to move. And, you know, I'm having a little bit of anxiety. So maybe that's at about a 70. Uh, personal health. Maybe I could do a little bit more, but hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing great strides. I'm at about an 80. And then of course, provision. I'm comfortable where I am. Maybe I'm at a 90. And you, you add all those scores up together, you divide by five, and that becomes your peace index. Now for me, I include this as part of my personal journal, journaling. And I'll check in. And I'm a bit of a data geek, right? I'm a business analyst. So I look at a trending report over a course of time to see, hey, am I am I trending up? Am I trending down? And then You've always got to identify like what's what's the most impactful of, of these five categories. That's really your leading indicator. And so, um, understand that your leading indicator is something you should really pay attention to. And some of your lower scores are something that you may want to spend some dedicated time digging into and finding out. You know, how could I work in this area, or what could I do to change this area to get a little bit uh, better score, if you will. Um, to, to help increase my overall sense of, of peace and well-being so it's been hugely impactful for me i would definitely take the time to 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 do it if you haven't already done it um and and once you do keep an eye on it i mean it's good i, I generally check you know uh week to week just to kind of get a benchmark a but um I, I don't know what the recommended kind of cadence is but uh, keeping an eye on it is really helpful it's actually good as a catalyst, when you're talking to some of the folks that you're doing, and even in performance management, if you're a leader, using it as part of your um, one-to-ones with your employees, finding out where they are and and using that to help determine where you as a leader
1: can help provide support, both for yourself and for your teammates. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. So encouraging. Um, And um, and we just, we're just so grateful for you. And really, uh, I think it's the example of, uh, before and after to go, look, most people, if you're living accidentally and you look around and you're like, I don't have friends or connections, especially during COVID, you know, or I don't have purpose or hope or all those things, there there are tools, there are ways that actually help you uh, maybe look up and see and your story is amazing. So um, thanks for being with us today and uh, yeah, man, go have fun launching your program And uh, we're super grateful for you. We'll be in touch, Michael. Cheers, mate.
2: How cool is that? It is. It's almost like we, it's like bringing your parents on, isn't it really? And they tell you how brilliant everything is. But I think, you know, when we said at the beginning of going, how do you create vocabulary and language that is so simple that anyone can use it? And that actually that's what creates a scalable people culture. Michael is literally like exhibit A of actually saying he didn't have to go and get his advanced PhD in leadership organisation design in order to be an agent of transformational change inside his day job. And that's what I love about this. It's not – you have to – anybody can play. And I think that's one of the most wonderful things about what's been created. Its simplicity is its power. Probably a good job we're both quite simple, Jeremy. I think if we'd been really clever, it would have been far too difficult to make it as simple as we made it. So, uh, yeah. No, cool. but
1: I think that's a great point, which is, you know, he, he said, he goes, I, I'm an analyst and I got to do this. That's right. That's right. So it's almost like a side hustle inside his job, mm-hmm. but he didn't have to go outside to do it. So he's having impact. He's mm-hmm. having influence has gone up, mm-hmm. but it's also in, in, in those who, who teach or understand this. when you teach, you learn. Mm-hmm. So when he's also growing because he's giving, and the more he gives, the more he grows and learns himself. So there's just a, that being a part of transformation is so addictive that it also makes the engagement in his day job even stronger. So I love it. Thanks, Tracy, for putting that together. And uh, so good to uh, to have them. Steve, um, let's jump into our last
2: thoughts, man. Final thoughts for today. So I'm going to steal one from Michael that I paraphrased, which is um... – Model the change, not talk about the change. And I think that's, it. it, as leaders, it's really easy sometimes to read something or watch something and go, that's what we need to be, or that's what you need to become. I thought it was really profound, um, particularly knowing some of the challenges any connected creative pioneer will face when they find something that exciting and shiny that's been transformational, not to simply go and teach and talk about the change, but waited until they were actually modelling the change. And that that's quite profound, I think, to, to me. I like to teach the change, often sometimes rather than go, what does it mean for me to be the change and model the change that I want to see in other people so they see it in me and they pull. So I'm celebrating Michael um, and also I think challenging myself and everyone else who's listening to go, When you're looking at bringing about a change in teams, in organizations, in family, are you teaching about the change or are you modeling and being the type of behavior of change that you want others to go? So you actually lead rather than tell others where to go. So
1: It's good. I I agree with that. And my final words would be similar to Michael. If you think about um, the journey that he went on, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want that. It's like, well, what's what's keeping you from a journey? What's the journey that you need to go on that you know whether your peace index is off, there's one area that's off in your world, or there's a desire to experience or do something? Well, what's the journey? Well, the journey is an inward journey, and it starts with you first. It doesn't end with, well, I want what Michael is doing I want mm-hmm. what Steve has or Jeremy has. Well, are you willing to go through the transformation? And the transformation is self awareness. It's actually what's it like to be on the other side of you? You have broccoli in your teeth. There's lots of mirrors that we have. Giant is basically our tools are mirrors. They just show you what broccoli you have in your teeth. And are you willing to get them out? And that the willingness for you is actually the stages of influence because when people see that you're willing to do it for yourself, They'll listen to you when you start helping them. So that's the journey. It's like, what is it that you, what journey do you you need to go on right now in this next season? And are you willing to do the hard work to do it? That's good. Well, um, as always, um, there's so much to celebrate. Uh, We just had something, I'll just announce this. Um, We have a new um, leadership box set. The giant leadership box set has come out. It's on Amazon. It is, Wiley did this. Uh, The sales of our books have gone so well, they wanted to package them all together. So Mm -hmm. it's basically the five voices uh, with a uh, renewed cover design and a little change. The five gears, uh, same new updated cover and the 100X with the original cover, all three of the books in a box set. It makes it easy. It looks really cool to set on your uh, desk. Um, it's also just, um, a great gift. If you wanted to give it to someone to have really, uh, personality, productivity, and leadership. Those are the three categories. So if you're interested in that, you can go to Amazon and you can find, um, that as well. All right. Um, friends until next time, we will see you. Thanks so much for being on the giant leadership podcast with us today. We wish you the best. Cheers.
0: If you're looking for a speaker for your next event, whether live or remote, Jeremy Kubicek speaks to audiences all over the world. Jeremy is a best-selling author, international speaker, and co-founder of Giant Worldwide. He has started over 20 companies while living in Oklahoma City, Moscow, Atlanta, and London. Whether you're looking to impact your executive team, your entire organization, or if you're hosting a public event,
2: go to jeremykubicek.com to learn more.